All right, boys and girls, welcome to Yotina's Mercenaries. This is Act 2, and it is being hosted by me, your DM, Green Protagonist. Uh, I'd like to introduce my friends and our player characters for the evening, starting with General. Hi, I'm playing James Bronze, a bard of the creation. Uh, Chips, you're up. I'm playing MK002, a warforged monk. All right, Jin, tell us about yours. I play Pizza, who is a drow psi warrior who does not speak common. And Zero. I am playing Human, some MK005 body, who is a villager. And we are missing one player tonight, and that would be uh, Mammoth. He is unfortunately dealing with moving stuff, and he has children, and therefore is unable to join us for the evening. But we wish him well, and we hope everything goes smoothly. All right. Kings Bay, the great port trading city that rests at the southernmost point of the Minorian Kingdom, is oddly named as it is said to be the city where there are no rulers, but everyone's a king. The city received its name only recently as part of an effort by the Minorian crown to remind its fabulously wealthy merchant lords and sovereign citizens whose land they conduct business on. But the change was made and nary a shrug was shrugged as the city continued on bereft of need for oversight from its forgotten rulers. Printers continued to print contracts and invoices, and sailors continued to scuttle caravels to reap the many riches of the world. After two and a half weeks at sea, land is a welcoming sight to the party and passengers as your vessel approaches the bay. Two cruisers come out to meet it, one bearing a flag of a blue whale, and the other depicting a large white seabird. The cruisers turn and flank your ship, guiding it towards the third of the city's two dozen docks. A man holding signal flags waves your ship into an open pier. The two escort ships break away, presumably sailing back to their posts. Yotina stands up from her resting place at the bow of the ship. She stretches, raising her arms high above her head and holds her breath while pulling her tendons to their limits. Alrighty, we finally made it. How are you lot holding up? Good. Glad to hear it, MK. I've never been in a boat before. What's that? I point at a random thing somewhere. Somebody, you've been on a boat for two weeks now. You keep saying that over and over and over again, but you just got to get over the fact that boats float. Oh, sorry. I just her memory from this thing I've been drinking. It's, I made it myself, but I don't think it's very good. I, I must admit, uh, I'm, I'm a little seasick. Oh, you and me both, uh, James. How about you, Pizza? How are you holding up? Pizza is sitting down in, in kind of the nook right at the bow of the boat, and he's kind of holding his guts. And for a drow, he looks, he looks pretty green, not so much dark. And he looks Yotina in the eye and says, Terrible! <laughs> Très terrible! Uh, well, you hold in there, Pizza. You know, we're finally at land. You can spend a little bit of time stretching out. Uh, I've got to run to the local Wind Whisper Union to pick up everybody's salary. I owe you guys a, a pretty penny. I think you've got a I don't know, find something to occupy your time while I step away. And uh, we need to find out where my friend lives. She She's part of a wealthy family. And from what I heard, they build the new house like every 10 years. It's been about 11 years since I last came here, so they probably got a new place. Can, while, while you guys are stretching out and walking around, can you ask about uh, the house of Mikatellero? Somebody ought to know where it is. I mean, it's a freaking palace. I'll be back in a few minutes with your gold, so hang tight. And with that, she is going to hop off the ship. And she's going to head north. Wait, what was the place you said was a palace? What was that name? Uh, the House of Mikatellero. I'm going to guess at its spelling. So, so close. close. Oh, <laughs> pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> MK. And uh, MK will walk up to uh, Pizza and he'll put his, his hand next to to pizza's head and it'll be like this is where you punch if they're tieflings <laughs> our training is almost complete pizza looks up at you and he ends up just hurling right on your boots as you're talking to him <laughs> no 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 pizza why Ezio is brooding, or brooding. He's kind of leaning up against the mast and just being really quiet and staring out over the occupants on the various decks. And uh, Coco is currently blue and banging their head against the railing. Will you two be staying aboard? 
Thunk. Thunk. Okay, he looks okay. up at you. Got like a lot of red on his head. Jesus. Yes. Until the pain goes away. Goes back. Thunk. 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 Ezio just stands there and says, I'm, uh, I'm just going to watch him. At least for a little bit. Ezio, you haven't really helped out for a while. Hey, not my fault. I'm sorry. Very busy. A lot of places don't like me. Oh, it's understandable. <laughs> I'll be here in case you need me, punks. And he'll pull the brim of his hat down and he'll hide into the sh- or he'll slink into the shadow a little bit. What a Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, I will unpause, and you are free to move about the docks. Outside of looking for that house, do we have anything else to do? Okay. I think that we should see if the port has any food. MK's hungry. You you eat, MK? We all eat. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> MK, how... How often do you eat? I'm curious. Yeah, that's a a good question. Has anybody observed you eating before? No one's seen him eat. (laughs) Famished. (laughs) Let's uh, let's go find you some. Okay. Usually ports like this have a good... Oh. All right. So I'm using a new app thing. This is a plugin for uh, Foundry. And what it does is it allows me to essentially place little squares that activate when you step across them. So what you have just done is effectively activated my trap card, and it pauses the game automatically and allows me to address whatever that spot's supposed to do. That's oh, really cool. Mirror force. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so did I activate your trap card because I run up here while they were talking about eating? Mm-hmm. So where your character is actually positioned is going to be very important for this particular uh, campaign because these spots are going to be placed in various areas for whatever purposes i need them for so just keep that in mind as you walk about that if you move you might trigger something okay in this case uh you see a large herd of sheep smack dab in the middle of the road clearly obstructing traffic the whole place just smells like a giant pile of wet cloaks that didn't get hung up to dry and when you walk closer you hear these two individuals to your north saying this what in bleating blazes is all this, Robert? I've never seen so many ewes in all my days. We're going to be a rich thacket. Haven't you heard? The real money is in sheep. Buy them five copper a head and then wait. Share their wool, buy food if you have to, but just keep holding. Check the exchange every day until the price spikes up to two silver a head, then sell, sell, sell. Robert, <laughs> what did you do with me, coin? I told you to take it to the bank. That's the beauty, thacket. These sheep are better than any lousy bank. Dang you, Robert. And then he just starts, you know, beating on the other guy and it's kind of reaching for his throat, clearly enraged. Mr. M- James, I run, I run back. I heard, I heard, I heard wool will make you rich. I heard, I heard there's so much money if you go into wool. Well, of course, cheap stocks. No, that is incorrect. <laughs> Do not hold. <laughs> Let's go see what's going on. That guy over there is beating up his friend because he've had a bunch of sheep. Hold on, hold on here. <laughs> the one, the one by the name of Thacket has, it was a dwarf and he has knocked the other one named Robert over and he's just kind of punching him into the ground saying I told you to take my coin to the bank, that was for our future What's going on here? Thacket stops punching the man and he looks up to you and he says Sorry, we're, we're just having a little bit of a an argument Robert says, you call that an argument? <laughs> he spits out a tooth on the ground some sheep happens to walk up to it and Kurt starts sniffing at it and munching at it. Um, what's this we hear about sheep investments? It's <coughs> a lucrative business venture. No, it's not! He pun- and, and Thacket punches Robert again. You know it's what? It's a waste of money, it's a fool's errand! How many sheep do you have here? Robert uh, holds up his hand. And he starts counting, looking at his fingers. Uh, I think... <coughs> I think there's about six dozen. Six dozen sheep. MK will 
turn to James Bronze. There's a fortune to be made here. <laughs> well, uh, what, what do you suggest? Uh, you suggest we buy them? Mm, maybe pizza. What are your thoughts? No manjon le moutons. He's all lit. How about you, MK? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't. How much? How much is a sheep? They sound really expensive. Faggot starts getting really excited, and he like picks Robert up and he dusts off his shirt. Robert, Robert, I think I was, I think I was wrong about you. I think you might be onto something here. <coughs> I, I know Faggot. I know what I'm talking about. And he like steps out to the front of, he steps out to the front of the group, and he like approaches MK. So, uh, you're buying sheep, huh? We're considering entering the market. Well, I'll sell all of these to you. Five gold ahead. Five gold ahead. Interesting. How about this? We will buy the option to buy these sheep in three days if they reach five gold. <laughs> Poor pizza. I didn't know you could chat in this. Pizza just vomited for our listeners. <laughs> uh, Robert Robert turns to you and says, and he, he kind of gets this disgusted look on his face like, the option? What are you talking about? All their money's in physical sheep. I'm not selling you into a piece of paper or something like that. Incorrect. The money's in options, friend. I'm against this. If it's not physical and tangible, I don't know what it is. You either buy these sheep for five gold ahead right now or I'm walking. Uh, MK will <laughs> turn around to the group. I recommend we kill him and take his sheep. Mr. MK, we can just kill a nice town folk like this. It's, uh, I think it's legal. I think it's looked down upon. You're 100% right. One second. Are either of you tieflings? Uh, no. No tieflings here. You live another day. <laughs> We're going to pass on the sheep, but if they decrease in great value over the next three days, remember us. Oh, I promise they won't. These suckers are going to go to the moon, I tell you. He's going to walk away. And his friend Thackett's going to like walk behind him, and they're going to disappear off. But the flock of sheep stays, and they're clearly blocking the pathway. MK will pull out his bow staff. Wait, what, uh, what did you say, pizza? Agreed. He's indicating the sheep. Oh, um... We could eat them if we wanted to. I think he's hungry, like me. What's over there? I run off. Oh, there goes NK005. <laughs> we should check what he's up to. Okay. Somebody, when you approach this cart right here, you see there's a guard standing here kind of covering the alleyway. If you look beyond him, you see that in there, there's just like this weird layout of metal rails all over the ground, like crisscrossing on top of each other. Just a big old mess. There's all types of like mining supplies and hammers and rope and grates and supplies of metal. It's like all stacked up really high on this cart. On the side of the cart, let's see, you see a logo for a company. You've maybe seen it before, but never seen like it spelled out underneath. Usually you just see F-E-R-C. But uh, this time this time it's spelled out completely. It says Fleetline Express Railway Company. Um, as you walk closer. As you walk closer, um, go ahead and give me a perception check, somebody. Three out of five. Pizza got an 18. Somebody, you don't really notice it, but pizza, you've got a very acute sense of smell. For some reason, you smell something that smells like cinnamon and ethanol. It's very similar to what you'd smell if you were smelling a bottle of fire wine. Uh, as you all approach, you hear this conversation. Sir, you have no authorization to work here. All walkways in the city are maintained by the Joint Eight House Infrastructure Commission. I work for rail. No need permission. Trains faster than walk. Uh-huh, and uh, who's this rail person? We need to speak to him. Good, you go. Me keep hammering. And he picks up his hammer and he starts walking back towards his boxes of various construction supplies. No, no, no. You put that down. And they start reaching for his hammer and they're trying to pull him away and restrain him and he's just grunting uh, uh. then this gentleman who is to the uh, south nearest you just says move along everybody you see on his cloak that there is a symbol that looks like a clam with a pearl in its mouth 
What is this rail? Behind them, the uh, scuffle intensifies, and the orc, who was holding the hammer, um, raises it and thunks the guard to the north on the head. The other guards pull out their weapons, and they start moving forward to restrain the gentleman. Uh-oh, this is bad. The orc raises his hammer and hits the other guy in the stomach and wins him. He ends up dropping a sword, and he collapses to the ground. The friend looks a little afraid now. They did ask us to move along. Yeah, I don't know if the good guy or bad guy is here in the situation. <laughs> the one who asked you to move along gets a little nervous, and he turns and he says, Hey, you put that down! He runs inside to help his friends. They're all dead. It's too late to help them now. They've chosen a fight to win. But look over there, fish! <laughs> the, the orc spins around and knocks the guy against the wall, and he slumps down, not moving. Hold on there, chief. <laughs> we're new in town but we only like violence when we're initiating it the orc spins around the uh, the one remaining guard is now standing back looking very fearful guard will you help us move some sheep if we prevent your death uh, I, I don't know I, I'm not really good with animals yes or no or die yes yes I'll help <laughs> MK will approach the uh the orc. <laughs> the orc started approaching you. It looks like he's kind of swaying with his steps. And what are you all? What? You got a problem? You got a problem with my job too? No, we just want the guard. I want some peace and quiet. I just want to lay down these train tracks without any problem. That's totally fine. Just let the guard come with us. Mister, I think you need permission to lay down the train tracks. I don't need permission from no one. He like tries to step past MK to talk to you. He'll, he'll MK will move a little bit aside and motion for the guard to follow. We've saved your life. Now come. <laughs> what are you talking about? That man's still standing. I'm not moving anywhere near him. I swear to God, you're next. <laughs> with, with that, the orc is gonna come up to you and say, "You got a problem with me, don't you?" And he's gonna raise his hammer back. Please roll initiative. Oh no! Oh damn! <laughs> I thought we were going to with not fighting him. 23. Okay. Well, mine's fitting. I, I, I think you're going to do just fine against this guy. Okay. All right, MK, naturally you're first, because that's such a high roll. What do you do? Um, yeah. I'd say that MK will turn to... MK002 will turn to some MK005 body, and he will say... As previously discussed, this is how you would disable a tiefling. And he will attempt to punch him in the throat rapidly multiple times. Okay, roll to hit. Okay, here is his first. That's not going to do it. One, 13, and wait, that's not right. Why does it say that? Oh, plus six? So I guess seven. Does seven to hit? Do no, punch? seven does not hit. Okay. Um. This, this man while raising his hammer, sees you reeling back with that punch, and he sidesteps it. Okay, how about a 19? 19 does hit. Roll for damage. Uh, six damage. That first punch sends him a little bit teetering, so he's really easy to catch. You swing low, and you catch him in the gut, and he gets sent, and he starts reeling backwards. He looks a little sick. Okay, and then uh, what he'll do is, is he'll use a, a key point to attack with a flurry of blows. All right, roll two more hits. Uh, that's a 26. That's a natural that 20. <laughs> that's a nat? You have a yes. 26 on a nat? Yeah, so that'd be 12. Um, right, double. You, you max the damage die and then roll just the plus three for the hit. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. What does it look like when you take out this unruly orc? Uh, he'll, like, punch him one more time, and then he'll, like act as if he's grabbing two horns and splitting a skull in half, but there are no horns, so the guy just falls down. <laughs> and then you would grab both horns and just yank in opposite directions, MK, and usually they split down the middle. <laughs> I take notes. Ideally, if there's any color except for red, it's quite the splash. If it's red, anticlimactic. Okay. The orc slumps back against the wall, and he's completely out cold. The three guards get up, and they approach you. 
the two that got beat look a little haggard, but they also look very relieved that they got out of that in one piece. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we don't we don't usually have to deal with the unruly type. I know we're guards, but <laughs> normally we deal with uh, just the regular issues of the treasury. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what being part of the clan clan's about, you know. Clam clam. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the clam clan? Oh, uh, it's uh one of the big one of the great eight houses. Uh, we are a part of the house of the pearl. Okay. But we like to call ourselves the clan clan because it sounds fun. That does sound fun. But uh, I, I guess for your trouble, and he's gonna pull out a small purse and hand it to you. I'll tell you what, you move those sheep, we'll call ourselves square. I'm afraid we got we got some more uh, business to take care of. Maybe uh, we can spend some... You said yes. Oh, I mean, this 20 gold should be enough to hire somebody to herd your sheep. It's you, or it's your ass. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm, I'm sorry, we're just not authorized to move goods. We're only supposed to deal with the paperwork of those types of things. Are you ready for there to be seven clans? Listen, <laughs> 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 he doesn't like it when people lie to him. He gets really angry. Look, I, I'm real sorry. It's just, it's not in my job description. You promised. I, I, I'll do what I can, but I, all I can do is make it so it goes smoothly as far as the banks are concerned. Gold means nothing. <laughs> With that, they're gonna they're gonna scamper and they're gonna run away. They're gonna run the opposite direction down, climbing over the giant mound of train tracks as they escape you. Unbelievable! This town untenable. The uh, the orc you knocked out is gonna vomit while he's unconscious. This is gonna vomit immediately after the orc vomits. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, try a terrible. I turn the orc on his side so he doesn't choke on his own vomit. Just so considerate. <laughs> he doesn't thank you because he's unconscious. But if he were awake and not drunk, he'd probably thank you. Well, that was fun. Look, there's fish! Oh. You run past two people who are clearly trying to peddle their wares on the dock. Wait, let's check. Would you move sheep? Somebody, you run up to this fish man. He's... He's a, a triton, and you see he's just kind of like staring out into the ocean, and he's holding a fishing rod. And like every five seconds, he casts his line out, he pauses for a moment, and then he yanks back, and there's a fish on the end of his hook every single time. And he keeps doing that over and over and over again. He's just on a roll, and it just doesn't seem to keep stopping. Surrounding him, you see these massive piles of fish, and every single time he pulls one up, he has a little dagger that he keeps readily in his offhand, he stabs it in the head, and he throws it down in one of these piles. Wow, mister, you're really good at fishing. How did you learn to fish like that? He doesn't turn to acknowledge you. He just keeps fishing. His focus is completely set on this. Well, because you see, my friends were really hungry, so I was wondering if maybe I could uh, get some fish from you. He kind of half glances towards you, and you see his brow is furrowed. He looks kind of angry. Uh, I, I didn't get any trouble. We're just mighty hungry, mister. I, I, I have some gold. He he pulls in his rod, and there's another fish dangling on it. And while facing you and looking you dead in the eye, he takes the knife and he jams it in the side of the fish's head. Then he says, He pulls the dagger out, and he tosses the fish to the side. And he goes back, and he keeps tossing his line in over and over and over again, catching a fish every single time he pulls back. Uh, uh, okay, bye. What, what languages do you speak, by the way? Oh, whatever he's in. Uh, <laughs> common and elvish. As, as you walk past this uh, person wearing the red robe, they kind of go, <laughs> interested in buying my wares? <laughs> um, what do you have for sale? <laughs> my wares <laughs> look at them look at them and he points towards these this line of pearly white skulls sitting on the dock next to him are they humanoid they're all humanoid everything from this boat smells like mildew dust and rot like kind of like the inside of a crypt this person this person just has a dark shroud over them it's clear they're clearly female but they've got their mouth contorted in this big yellowy grin it's very unsettling <laughs> Do you want to buy my wares? 
what what did they do? They they just look like uh, skulls. <laughs> That's exactly what they are. <laughs> Two gold each. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I have to, uh, go talk to my friends. Bye! Uh, MK and James, you, you are kind of approached by this man who's standing next to this boat with a horse sitting in the back of it. That, I saw what you did over there. Good work. You know, you don't really see people sticking up for the little guys very often. Even if the little guys are, you know, guards. Uh, my name is Norn, and he, he outstretches his hand to you, James, expecting you to shake it. It's nice to meet you, nice to meet you. Uh, I'll shake his hand. I'll say, oh, that's, uh, that's a mighty fine horse you got there. Yeah. 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 You buying a horse? Well, I didn't even think about it. Uh, how much are you selling it for? Uh, 400 gold. The blue horse. Oh, well, it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you look at this horse and it, it's like this. It's like a dark. It's like a cyan blue color. It's clearly that. And you see it's its weight is like in the boat and it's the weight of it is pushing the boat down. The boat looks kind of like dilapidated. It's clearly not a boat meant to have a horse in it, but there's in fact a horse in the boat. Is the blue a natural color? Uh, a bit yes and no. Uh, see, my horse started eating some grass, right? I, I live uh, just to the south of Copper Vault and, you know, that place is really mineral rich, right? And uh, my theory is, is one of the rainstorms kind of washed inside of a cave caught up a whole bunch of mithril, you know, went down, fertilized the grass, grass turned blue, horse eats the grass, and so now I have a horse that's eaten too much mithril. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, I'll lean over to NK and say, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think that's how horses turn blue. I think you're right, but on the off chance, sir, how much mithril do you think is inside this horse if we were to distill this horse? <laughs> I, you know, I don't quite, I'm not quite certain to know. I mean, it's got to be a lot, right? Because, you know, it takes a bit to turn blue. And I guess everything turns blue. It's got to be enough mithril to go in, like, all the skin. And the hair. So it's obviously been there for a while. But I, I'm not fully certain. I don't really know the sciences behind this stuff. You know, I'm just a regular farmer. And, uh, you know, I, I heard mithril's poisonous. So I'm not entirely certain how long my uh, horse is going to last, to be honest. But it, it's pretty nifty. You know, uh, if you hear it walk around, it doesn't make any noise when it walks. Really? Would you like to observe the horse for a moment? See if what he's saying is true? I would. But before that, I'd like to ask how much again? Uh, 400. 400? Yeah, I mean... I'll turn to James Browns. How much do we have? Definitely not that much. Remember, we bought that uh, that chainmail scale for uh, yes, NK005. Oh, that's right. We're pretty cash poor. That I'm currently wearing, by the way. Well, as you guys say this, it has been about a half an hour. So you hear uh, somebody calling your name. Hey, all! And from the east, that's east, right? No, west, Yotina's going to run up to you, and she's holding some coin bags for you. I got them all separated out. Uh, it's two and a half weeks at five gold a day. Uh, your salary is 90 gold. And she's going to divvy out to each one of you. So each one of you, please add 90 gold to your purses. Still a little light. Thank you, Yotina. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you all. Uh, anybody here where the Mikatello house is? Uh, yeah, we haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> we have a sheep problem. We're working on it actively. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm just going to be at the boat, okay, you guys? Come get me whenever you find something out. Wait, Yotina. Remember yeah? that first time you gave us a small loan? I mean, yeah, I already uh, deducted from Coco's totals. I'm only giving him 70 this time because he still owes me 20. Okay. MK will count out his gold and say, we need a small, small introductory loan of 325 gold pieces. I'm, uh, I'm afraid it's a little steep for uh, my takes. I've only got... She like looks. She counts her fingers a bit. I got thirty gold for the entire week for myself. I see. We will talk later, Yotina. Oh, I appreciate it. Don't forget to ask about the Mikatellos. And she's yep. going to run back towards the boat. We're never getting to that. I mean, uh, Mr. MK, do you want to try to buy the horse? I have a hundred and thirty-four gold on me. MK, it is important that you know MKs never share gold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Pizza, can you give me an investigation, please? But but then how did I... How, but you gave Goldfuck by this armor. I'm a broken MK. <laughs> you are a fresh MK. Pizza, your pass was pretty high. I'll, I'll just tell you, you've had... You, You've had a good amount of time to just kind of stand here looking at this horse sitting in a boat. Oh, it's a dirty 20? Okay. You, you're looking at this horse, and even when it steps onto like the floorboards of the boat, like the boat doesn't even creak. This is an old boat, too, so you expect it to be groaning and creaking like mad. This horse's footstep is as light as a feather. Oh. Is Pizza going to communicate that in any way? Uh, pizza's trying. Sushivo... <laughs> 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 Nepal real. <laughs> Interesting pizza. My compatriot here says your horse is fake. Let's negotiate a different deal. I will give when you. When did you learn under common? Fake? What are you talking about? I wrote it all the way here. This horse is clearly as quiet as mithril. Quiet as mithril? Yeah. You know, the quiet metal. Is that what mithril. MK will turn around. Is that what mithril is? The quiet metal? Roll a history check. Uh, Anybody who wants to assist in this can roll a history check. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I know anything. MK is a 19. MK, part of your body's made of mithril. You know it's the quiet metal because they put it on the joint so you don't squeak. Oh, that's right. Rhetorical question, team. <laughs> MK will turn around. I'll make you a deal. 100 gold now. 300 gold tomorrow. How am I supposed to be able to know if I see you tomorrow? We only, oct- we only operate in full-blown trades here. I- maybe I can give you a small discount because it saves me some time going home, but not-, not 300 gold. That's insane. I know what this horse is worth. Joy here is probably the most valuable horse in all King's Bay. Well, h- how much of a discount will you be willing to give us? Like 50 tops. 50 gold. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to reach out and try and touch the horse. <laughs> the horse kind of brushes against you, but it feels like weirdly smooth. Like normally horse hair is really rough, but this one just glides across your hand. Smooth horse. I want this horse so bad. I've never wanted an animal so bad in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Hey, do you guys even have a stable for this thing? No. I can take care of a horse. We don't need a stable. I used to take care of horses all the time. Actually, you do look like the type. But you also don't look like the type that's going to be hanging around with all these people with you. I mean, you're going places, man. Is he talking to me when he said that? Yeah. I mean, like, listen here. I kind of empathize with you. I've got to admit to you, I'm kind of running a bit of a scam here. Mithril poisonous. I think Joy here is going to die in a couple days. Oh, no. What What do you mean he's going to die? Can we save him? I mean... Unless you know how to get Mithra out of a body, like you can, you can cure her for a little bit. And you can keep her kicking, but eventually she's just gonna—it's gonna catch up with her. It's just gonna build up until she's too weak to move. But I figured, uh, you know, this is kind of rare to have a horse that survives eating Mithra in the first place and also gets the benefits of it. So I was thinking, I don't know, maybe somebody out there had a need for a quiet horse for a couple of days. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like four weeks tops. Four weeks, interesting. I'll tell you what, 100 gold now, and we don't kill you for the scam. Hey, listen, buddy, I'm just trying to trying to get a little bit ahead, you know? I gotta buy a couple horses, I gotta make it back before the winter happens. Uh, how about 200 gold? That's, that's half of what you want. Why do you guys want this horse so much? What are you gonna do with the quiet This campaign will not move one step forward until this horse leaves your hands. <laughs> Damn it, what have I done? <laughs> We'll tell you what, we'll buy it on credit. I swear. I swear to my forefathers. Look, I just came here looking for a quick buck. I was expecting some rich person to think, you know, Joy over here is really fantastic and, you know, buy her, put her in a stable and treat her real, like, the real nice life until she passes away peacefully. Listen, we just bought a whole bunch of sheep. They're yours. <laughs> in exchange for the horse. <laughs> <laughs> you drive a hard bargain, sir. But I just don't feel right about doing it to you guys. You don't look like the type of folk I was expecting to encounter and to be inquisitive enough about Joy. I don't know why I want this horse so badly. (laughs) Um, Joy, the blue horse, kind of like reaches out to you and starts nuzzling on just your cloak. I understand why I want this horse. Is it like 
crystal smooth? Is it like feeling a horse made out of soft glass? It pretty much is. <laughs> this horse is too perfect for this world. Give me this horse. <laughs> what do you want? Name the price. Name a soul. And we will kill it. <laughs> I, 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 sir, I don't, I don't have any grudges in this world. Grudges in this world is dead. The deal isn't complete. <laughs> when we see him, he is gone. Fucking hell, okay. <laughs> Mr. maybe we should go find the house of, of whatever. And, uh, you know, they'll give us some more money and then we can come back and buy Joy. You don't move one inch. Is that clear? Uh, Crystal. We'll be back. Good idea, MK. Lead the way. Hey, Mr. Uh, Joy, Mr. Joy's owner, do you uh, know where the house uh, of Mercantilaza is? Uh, um, no, I, I'm, I'm from out of town. Remember, I, I came from up north. I'm, I live just south of Copper Vault. I, I, know, I know about the, the, the eight great houses, but I can't say I've ever explored the city enough to really know. All I did was pretty much come here, buy this rinky-dinky boat, and put Joy in it. Shame we chased off those guards. We could have asked them. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. James Brown's true. I guess we should just keep going. So, James, as you move to the that direction is east, somebody standing on top of this barrel right here says, I recognize you. You're a familiar face. And you turn and look. You see a very blue human. Not as blue as Joy, but blue enough. <laughs> And it is somebody you've seen before. Last time you saw this person, they were in a sewer. It's you! <laughs> Tem waves at you and uh, jumps off the giant barrel that he's on top of to step down to greet you. Oh, hello there, Pharaoh. Are you looking for a deal? Because I've got deals, and I know you're the type who likes deals. I, I don't... I, we, uh, there's, like, veins popping out of his forehead. <laughs> Way too angry. <laughs> Hey, hey, keep your blood pressure down. I'm only I'm I'm just here to make a deal with you. I'm just trying to tell you what what's worth selling. Okay, come here. Coming. I'm already here. What do you want? Oh, this one. What about the MKs are all the same? We move as a pack. <laughs> but we're both here now. What's up? Uh I found this chiefling here. We should talk to him. Well, well, well. He's cracking his neck. I'm a genasty. I'm not a tiefling. No horns. See? And he, like, pulls his hair off, and you can see that there are, in fact, no horns on his head. Um, MK would like to make an investigation check. Go ahead. What's his stats again? I didn't look at his stats. Will he win in a fight? Uh, <laughs> Alright, MK rolled a five. You, in fact, know that there are no horns on his head, because there are no horns on his head. Fascinating. I remember that. I, I, he wasn't a thiefling. He's the sewer guy that bought, that we bought this armor. Yeah, Janassi. I'm a very good Janassi at that. Wow, close though. Listen, now, are you here? Are you here to wheel? Because I'm here to deal, and I got deals. Tam, 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 stop talking over me. <laughs> <laughs> you already robbed us once. We don't have enough money in the freaking world to buy anything else from you because you haggled us way too hard last time. So, he, holds, he holds a hand on his chest and he looks like sad. He's like, robbed you. I gave you a deal. I gave you a first time buyer's discount. Oh, what, what do you have? What do you have for sale now? Do you have the same things? I don't remember. No, I, uh, I've had a complete change of stock. It's been two and a half weeks and I've been here in Kings Bay dealing for a whole week. And I got all new things to deal with. What do you have that's under 100 gold? He like runs through. He's like going off his fingers and he's going through his head he's like and then he gets oh i have a I have two things under 100 gold one is a temporary tattoo and he like reaches into his bag he pulls it out uh this is a needle if you stick it on your arm you'll have the ability to write with your mind you can make secret messages make it so only people you want to see it can see it but it only lasts for three days okay what else well i'm not really certain if you want to buy this one it's kind of a oddity. Well, thank you. He looks he looks kind of disturbed when he says that. Uh, and he's going to go up. He's going to climb back on the barrel. And he's going to grab a small chest off of the shelf that he has sitting up there. 
He's going to come back down. He's going to say, oh, I know. Brace yourself. This is, this is a bit of an odd thing. I don't think I've ever encountered anything like this in all of my days. And frankly, it chills me to the bone. And he's going to undo the latch. He's going to pause for a moment before opening it. And then he's just going to whip that sucker open. He's going to close his eyes and wince back. Anybody look in the chest? Yeah, I'll look in it. Yeah. You see a plain red delicious apple. Okay, what, what is this? An apple? I have no clue what it is. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm utterly terrified. Can I look at the apple? Yeah, you can look at the apple. Um, give me an investigation check. Investigation, y'all. Is this one? Twelve. You, you look at this thing. It looks like an apple. Do you pick it up? Sure. When you pick it up, it's got the right weight of an apple. It feels just as dense as an apple. Do you do anything else? Do you smell it? Do you rub it? Describe what you do with the apple. Oh my god. Now I'm scared. Can <laughs> I bite it? Um, if you, if you like, reach out to try and bite it, Tem's gonna like, stop you. Hey, hey, don't eat the merchandise until you bought it. Think it over first, though. And how much did you think Sados is gonna cost? Ah. Uh, I'm honestly not entirely certain what it should. Because, uh... I'll give you two copper. I was going to sell it to you for one, because I don't even know if I want it anymore. Is, is it the apple, or is it the chest as well? You can have the chest. If it helps, if it helps you take it away. Uh, James, you look at the apple a little longer, and the longer you stare at it, the more it just doesn't feel right. I'll throw the apple on the ground. Like, smash it on the ground. No! No! It hits the ground, and it, it splatters like a normal apple. But even that, something, something's just wrong. Like, it's like a ha- haunting feeling? Or is it like, I still feel weird about the apple itself? If, if you stare at it, it just... Do- something doesn't feel right. You can't entirely peg what it is. I wouldn't say you smashed it completely. We'll say you bruised it and you managed to crack open a portion of it and juices sprayed all over the place. Oh, Mr. James, why'd you do that? An apple is a great delicacy. If you don't want it, I'll take it. Somebody, when you look at the apple, it doesn't feel right either. Like, you've seen plenty of apples in your day, and that looks exactly like all the other apples you've seen. But it's just wrong. Does it have a worm inside it? You look at it, and it looks entirely pristine aside from the damage that James inflicted on it. I'll take a bite it's out a- of it. <laughs> you overcome your unease, and you take a bite out of it. It's juicy. It tastes like what you'd expect an apple to taste like. But it's just wrong. You know, this apple looks a little bit funky, but mm, it just sure tastes like a good apple. Do you <laughs> swallow the bite you had taken out of the apple? <laughs> I, I do. I <laughs> Really eats my apple. When when did you? Okay, you didn't take it. You didn't take another bite, did you? No, I I my mouth was full, so you know, I just finished the, my bite. You, you swallow that bite of apple, and he, you just can't get over it. You, you feel kind of queasy. You feel kind of ill. Something something just feels wrong. The way it slid down your throat didn't feel right. The way it's sitting in your stomach doesn't feel right. Uh, you know, maybe this isn't a good apple. I put it back in the chest. Inside the apple, right around where you took a bite, you can see four seeds inside. Just like a normal apple. Yeah, I just put it back in the chest and I hold my tummy. Oh, I don't feel too good. I don't think you should have done that, kid. Uh, I mean, you guys st- you still owe me a copper. He's going to hold out his hand expectantly. Mister, you sold me a bad apple. You should give me a copper. I, I didn't... You took a bite out of it. I said if you're going to take a bite out of it, you got to buy it. Just, that just applies. That's just regular common sense and good courtesy. MK, I will take the cost of the copper. You recover. Until getting real close, I'll say, if you ever hurt MK again, I'll split you in half. And I'll just put a copper in his hand. Don't tell me it hurts. Uh, I appreciate you taking it off my hands. Uh, I got... A couple other interesting things today. I know you're light on coin, but if you manage to get a little bit more, I'll be right here for at least another hour or two. We'll be back after we buy the horse. I got, I got some really interesting things. I got a headband of intellect. I've got a weapon of binding. I got a bobble of lechery, some smuggler shoes, a vorpal butter knife, all sorts of crazy things. Listen, 
purple butter knife. Yeah, uh, it it's something rich people would apparently buy because cutting steak is too hard for them. Tim, we- does it always cut the head off of the steak? Well, uh, let me pull it out. He he uh he jumps back onto the barrel. He reaches into the shelf and he pulls out a scabbard weapon. Um, he jumps down again. This is a really big scabbard. Like it would make more sense on the head of a, uh, or it would make more sense on a wide short sword like a gladius. But when he the handle is clearly like really small. It's like four inches across. And he pulls this thing out, and it's just a. It looks like a butter knife, but it's encased in black metal. And right around the edge, you can see something that glistens like a red and black obsidian. Interesting. Tell me about your blue horse situation. <laughs> blue horse? You're talking about that guy over there? I was just curious if you had one as well. No, I can't say I've ever encountered one. Never had a need for a horse. How much is the 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 butter knife? How much is this sword for? I mean, it, rel- it runs twelve hundred fifty nine sixty seven. Jesus, I puke my apple. <laughs> Do you actually puke your apple? Do you spit it up? I don't know if I feel like puking. Roll a con check for me. A con save, sorry. Con save. Somebody was a great character. That apple's a mimic. <laughs> 16. Okay. You you managed to hold it, but you still feel unwell. You still feel wrong. That's a lot of money. I don't know if it's the apple or, or the man you're asking that almost made me puke. I mean, this is the genuine deal. Like, watch. And he's going to... He reaches he reaches towards the, the barrel, and he pulls off a piece of... A little bit rusted, just because it's been out in the weather. Strip of metal. He's going to... Pull it out. He can't yank it off all the way because it's held in by bolts. But he's going to take the the butter knife and he's just going to set it atop the metal. Now watch closely. And he's just going to like move it down slightly. And you see it glides through the metal. No effort. And when he removes it, you look at the piece of metal that he cut off and it's completely smooth. Wow. Genuine article right there. I'm certain it could be extremely deadly. I mean, granted, it's not super long, but also real dangerous. And... I uh, personally have almost lost a finger to it at least twice. Mostly because it keeps cutting through its scabbard. Well, we might be back for it, but we've got to go. We don't have enough money all combined to pay for what you're asking. I understand. Uh, It's a bit of an expensive thing. I doubt I'll go out of inventory too fast. If you want, I can specifically hold it back to the next time I see you. I'm all over the place. And I'm really, I'm really set to my word. Give me a uh, five gold, and I'll hold on to whatever item you want to for the next time I come around. Oh no, that's a deal. But also, unless you have a blue horse, I want you to fuck right off. <laughs> he, holds, he holds his hand up and he says, "All right, if that's what you want." Goodbye. And he's gonna snap his. He's gonna snap both his fingers twice. His feet are gonna glow, and he's gonna. Wait, wait, Mister. Wait, Mister. Wait, Mister. Wait, I'm not going far. And he's just going to walk up the side of the really tall barrel instead of climbing up it so he gets back on top. Uh, what do you I, mean? I just, well, what else did you have in there? I forgot. Uh, he's going to run through his inventory again. I got the warble butter knife. I've got this thing called a concerta. Apparently, it's for the drunk type. Really good for the bard and the musically inspired. I got smuggler shoes, which are apparently uh, a device that you would use to disguise your footsteps if you didn't want people to know where you were walking. I've got this thing called a bobble of lechery. I don't really know exactly where you might use it, but it's certainly distracting if you need to, I don't know, seduce somebody, throw them off their guard. Ew. It, like, changes your clothing. It's very bizarre. It's, like, going to pull this thing out. It looks like a a red ribbon with a black uh, inset. You just kind of attach it to your person, and you look different, but kind of just a weird modified method of how you usually look. Like, watch, he's going to, he puts it on himself and his clothing alters to the point where it looks more skimpy. His face looks uh, more smooth and attractive. His hair looks almost shimmery and his fingernails look like they're absolutely pristine. Like every aspect of himself looks at least 10 times more attractive. Can I borrow that for a second? Sure. He pops it up, he changes normal and he puts it in your hand. MK will walk over to the horse. (laughs) <laughs> and he'll put it on the horse. You just kind of like tie it into his ma- into her mane. Yeah. 
Nothing changes. I knew it. It's perfect already. <laughs> Take this stupid thing. He'll throw it back to uh, the salesperson. We must go, team. We must go find riches to buy this horse. <laughs> <laughs> and, and GM, this Vorpal butter knife, is it... Mm. Is it the size of a butter knife or is it the size of a short sword? Because he said like that. The, the size s- of a butter knife. It would be too small to be considered a dagger. So how much stab is it if you stab someone with this? Uh, and uh, let me break it down to you. Weapon requires proficiency with daggers and inflicts a minus two penalty to attack and damage rolls. It deals two d twelve slashing damage on hit. Enemies cannot benefit from resistance or immunity to slashing damage. This two to hit though and damage. Minus two to hit and and uh, the base attack. It gets the d two d twelve for the roll. So its weapon damage is two d twelve, but your proficiency bonus is reduced. That's really good. Can you throw it? It's really hard to people with it. It's though. a butter knife. It's just it acts just as a normal dagger, but because it's smaller, it's harder to use. Oh, oh, oh. I want all of you people who are thinking about a dagger instead of that horse to reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't even use a dagger, so. Okie dokie. Anybody who can use simple weapons can use a dagger. Nah, this remember, I'm like a weird combo cast. I'm gotcha. To- You're right. Not in the useless aspect, but in the weird, uh, unable to use things. Both could be right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this headband looks really cool. Can you, um, if I give you five gold, can you hold it for me? The headband of intellect? See, I mean, yes. It's not worth it. I tried to get it last time, remember? Somebody, what was that language you just spoke just now? Oh, hang on, I got, I got three more weapons I need to tell you about. Well, not weapons, but items. Uh, I got this weapon. I've got this weapon of binding, and he's going to pull out what looks to be a... We'll say it's a scimitar. It's intricately carved and it's made of silver. It's like just exquisite looking and super elaborate. Um, this right here, if you strike something with it, makes them unable to teleport, escape in any type of manner that requires you to boof and reboof. Completely worthless. What type of weapon is it, though? Uh, this is a scimitar. I've seen them in other varieties before and, you know. I think you could find one that fits your nature, but you got to keep an eye out for it. But apparently it works really good against ghosts and spirits as well. So you're dealing with a wizard who likes to pop around. Not a problem. You're dealing with a ghost who likes to face through walls. Make them solid. Slime. Uh, they're not exactly incorporeal. They're just really goopy. But hypothetically, would it prevent them from using spells that teleported them? If they could teleport. Yeah, I'd stop it. Interesting. Good thing. These are hard to come by. <laughs> Didn't even know they existed. How much is that? This one will run you a pretty penny. It's 4900 Thank God. Got another one for you. I don't know if that one's also out of your price bracket. This one is too. But you know, there are cool and intricate things in this world, and knowing what's around is at least helpful, so you know what to save up for. What are you worth? You're like a billionaire. What am I worth? <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Why do you you have like at least a hundred thousand gold worth of inventory at any given time, and it's always new? I know, right? Kind of exceptional. I've definitely never seen another person like me before. MK will turn around if we kill this man. I'm not saying we should. <laughs> but if we did, would we have to work for Yutina anymore? Are you trying to hide that? No. No. I'm going to roll a perception check to see if he hears you. Let's see. What is Tem's stat? I have to find it. Mister, we can't go around killing people just because they have the things we want. Mm-hmm. It's honest. You're right. Roll, okay. roll me a d20. MK. I don't even know how to roll d20 without understanding. <laughs> oh, there it is. 14. Okay. Tem hears you. I heard that. And trust me, I've had plenty of people try. We believe you. <laughs> it's dishonest to kill salespeople for their valuable wares. <laughs> yeah, Mr. MK is just a big jokester, right? <laughs> I laugh. Genuinely, because he actually believes the joke. 
Um, do you have any other uh, cool stuff? Well, I got this here ring, and he's gonna pull a blue studded ring off his finger. They call it uh, the Ring of the Grammarian. Apparently, uh, you can use it to alter the properties of a spell that's being thrown at you. It's really interesting. Uh, you got any spells? You know, try to hit me with one. This will be a freebie demonstration. Guess I'll show you how tough I am, too. Does this party have any spells? I MK doesn't. Um, well, let me check. Oh, he does, actually. Okay, here goes. Uh, MK will cast Silence. Okay, um, so you cast Silence on the area. Wait, before he does that, is MK going to get Silence back? No, just watch. Um, Tem's going to hold out his hand, and the ring's going to like make a big blue flash, and it's going to send this weird wibbly-wobbly wave out towards you. And the magic that you sent rushing forward to cause the silence spell to happen, um, all of a sudden, the whole area just starts floating with uh, ghostly pies. See, I turned, I turned your silence into a pilance. <laughs> get it? I will get it. How much is, how many pies is that worth? How many pies? Uh, how much does a pie go for a copper? Maybe like five? Sure. Let's say a gold a pie. <laughs> 4,000 pies. Oh. You only get to use it once a day, but I figure it's a pretty powerful thing. It's one of those ones where if you have it, you know, you're pretty well set. And what he did was effectively a counterspell, with the caveat that you have to change the name in some fashion. That's clever. Islands. <laughs> you change one letter, and whatever it says makes some type of weird reality true as a result of that new word. And how much is the, the circlet of intelligence? Uh, headband 6k. You know, finding these things and learning how to make them, completely invaluable. Sorry, I do got a lot of really expensive things on person, but I figure you'll have the ability to afford them later on down the line. You know, you guys are just, you know, budding adventurers. You're just trying to find your way in the world. I know eventually you'll be able to afford everything I got. Well, next cheapest item I got is uh, this here chain. And he holds out like a little bobble. It's got like a metal cat head on the end of it. This is a chain returning. You can just add it to the pommel of your weapon. And then when you throw it, it'll just boomerang right back to you. Um, you know what? Since we're kind of in this bit of a pickle, I'll let you reserve up to three things. Next time I come around, it'll definitely be in my inventory. I won't sell them to anybody else. So if I give you 10 gold, you or is it reserved three for five gold? I'll let you reserve. Mm, give, give me a charisma check. What's the you want to persuade him, right? Yes. Persuade him. You can have assistance with this. Is anybody going to assist him in this role? No, I don't give a fuck about 10. <laughs> MK, MK will see a budding new MK struggling to try and impress somebody. Uh, and he will, he will borrow the, the sexy medallion again, and he'll put it on briefly. Okay, describe MK002 as a sexy MK002. It's exactly the same, except it has, like, two anime eyes. <laughs> so it's, like, ferocious and monstrous in every way, sharp. Tim looks at you, he's like, so quiet. <laughs> Dirty 20. Okay, well, that didn't... I uh, can't help with that. Uh, persuasion. For taking the apple off my hand, I'll give you the deal. Five gold, reserve three things. Uh, okay, mister. Uh, then if nobody minds, uh, I would like to reserve the, uh, the ring and the headband. Okay, ring of grammarian, headband of intellect. And I would like you to reserve that horse. I'm sorry, that's not my inventory. I the horse. I will pay you next time. Bubble of Letry was only 250. Nobody asked that price. Why would we want this? We want the horse. <laughs> <laughs> What's the third item? What's the third item to reserve for the five gold? Uh, I don't know. I don't want anything. Does anybody else want something? No. You guys seemed awfully interested in the verbal butter knife, so I'll throw that one in. What's this consortia do exactly? The what? The concerta, the item, the, the band, the... Oh, uh, the tiny accordion. He's going to reach back for it, pull it out, and it's just this little red thing. It looks like an accordion, but it fits both sides fit in about the palm of your hand. 
This is a and he moves it back and forth. This is a bard tool. Uh, if you have it, if you attune to it, you get a plus two bonus to your saving throw of DC of your bard spells, and uh, you get the ability to cast Otto's Irresistible Dance once a day. Oh my god, how much is that? That is a 997, sir. Doesn't even break into the 1k. Interested? Uh-huh. Yeah, wish it, J- James, are you sure you don't... Uh, Mr. James, this looks really, really cool. Are you sure you don't want this? Yeah. <laughs> please, um, general please describe james describe what james looks like right now i'm just not having a good time he's really apathetic he looks kind of pissed off and doesn't yes. look in the eye yeah <laughs> um, I, 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 i'll reserve the concierta it gives plus two saving throws right is all you said to the saving throws against your bard spells holy yeah, uh, 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 I'll resist that concerta. I think maybe if Mr. James doesn't have it, perhaps um, the other bard in the party does. We have another bard, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, Coco's got the paintbrush, so I don't know if you'd want to spread it out like that. But yes, we do have two bards. Okay, well, I, I, I'm i going to reserve this anyways. That, yeah, but the, the paintbrush does not give you a plus to your AC. Yeah, it, it, does, it only gives you the new spells. I'm pretty certain it doesn't do other things like that. Yeah. Uh yeah 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 I'll I'll we'll reserve I'll reserve it if nobody wants anything else really. All right, uh, we'll mark those three down: headband of intellect, ring of grammaria, and the cons- and the uh, revelers con- concertina. That's what it's called. All right, I'll keep those things on hand. I'll still be here for just a couple hours. So uh, if you do happen to get the coin before I'm gone, I'm right here. Yeah, don't wait up. <laughs> he snaps his finger and gives you a wink. If you buy that horse, I will pay 10% over the initial value next time if we don't get back here in time. Sorry, I don't have any way to transport an animal like that. Swear to God, Tim. <laughs> Jesus, right? You, you reek off, although. Mr. MK, we have enough money to buy the horse if you really want it. No, we must each buy our own way, MK. <laughs> We're a team. I think we should work together. But the value of the horse is limited. Well, let us pursue this adventure and come back to the horse. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to pause there for this episode. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm hoping you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. But you're not going to get the... Oh, my God. If these people buy the horse, they're going to drive me insane. <laughs> but uh, we're cutting it off there. Uh, we'll come back for you next week with another episode of your Teens Mercenaries. Everybody say bye now. See ya. Bye. Astria D&D shenanigans. Okay. God, I fucking hate Tim. <laughs> Why? Yo, that concert is OP. You need to break character and buy it. Well, I tried to get the uh, intellect headband last time, remember? That's the thing I was trying to haggle. Yeah, I know, but you're trying to give like 10 gold. 4,000 gold. You were like 30, 30 gold. <laughs> 30 gold. <laughs> that horse is so expensive. We have a decent amount. We have like 400 gold between us all, I think. Yeah, we can buy it. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's actually going to die if we buy it. Is it. What are you guys, guys going to do with a 400 gold horse? You introduced it. Horse. Yeah, isn't it like a super sneaky horse? What is it? What does it, it give is. us? It's exactly as I described. <laughs> okay. But, what are you going to do with the horse? <laughs> We're going to ride it. What do you mean? It's a horse. Okay. One moment. I got to put this into documentation. Oh, jeez. Don't worry. Green, if you introduce it, we will want it. Okay? It's true. I don't know how you haven't learned this yet. Unless it's for Tim, and then we won't fucking want any of it. <laughs> you, do you swallow? Actually, you do. Sorry. Yeah, it tastes good. I'm know. sorry. Can you rephrase that for the podcast? <laughs> do you do you swallow the bite you had taken out of the apple? <laughs> Next time I come around, it'll definitely be in my inventory. I won't sell them to anybody else. Um, side note: I'm hoping that's okay with you, Chips. Oh, that's me. Oh, yeah, I don't mind. They're not gonna have. There's no chance on God's green earth for making three thousand five hundred gold this session. I suspect. That's what you think. That's my job, Chip. 
Oh, well, I mean, that's at least four horses, so there's no way we're going to spend <laughs> Wait, Pizza, why did you um, post this Star Wars picture? Gamorrean. Eh? Gamorrean? Oh, I don't know what that is. You're not a Star Wars fan, are you? <laughs> Landamorian? Landam- you know what I'm trying to say. Mandalorian? So... No, well, I mean, Mandalorian was okay, but so like, oh, is that what these are? Ring called? of the the Ring, Ring of people? Grammarian. Yeah, they're called Gamorians. Oh yeah, yeah. So I typed in Ring of Gamorian question mark. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> that's funny. It's not as funny when you have to spell it out, but that's okay. I'm not holding it against you. I'm tired, drunk, and yeah, I think it's funny. You're not drunk enough. <laughs> Next time on Astria D&D. Care to try your luck, strangers? We do not gamble, typically. But this is how we make 2,000 gold, boys. Cheaters never win! Uh, it's just uh, elementary, elementary. Cheval, cheval mange le pain, oui? <laughs>